Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the morning of Friday, May 7th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. Hartford Brass voted to move the Hawks to Division 3 to better align with the, quote, university's mission and goals of creating exceptional academic, co-curricular, and wellness experiences for all students. The timeline includes remain in D1 through 2022-2023, but not offer new scholarships in that school year, and a full transition would be complete by September of 2025. President Gregory Woodward said, quote, As we transition to this new model for intercollegiate athletics in the coming years, I am energized by the opportunities we will have to support the success of all of our students, including our student-athletes. In executive leadership news, Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby adds Southland Deputy Commissioner and former Incarnate Word AD John Williams as Executive Associate Commissioner for Men's Basketball and Game Management. And LSU will be the first SEC school with a black president, as the Board of Supervisors has tapped South Carolina Provost William Tate as the new LSU System President and Chancellor. Start day is targeted for July 2nd. Tate was selected among three finalists. The other two were former President Trump's science advisor, Kelvin Drogemeyer, and the University of Louisiana System President, Jim Henderson. The Division I Football Oversight Committee recommends preseason changes for the D1 Council to consider on May 19th. Among them, number one, prohibiting drills that create unneeded contact, particularly straight line contact that is not common to the game. Number two, reducing the maximum number of contact practices from 21 to 18, requiring at least seven helmet-only days with optional spider pads, and restricting full pads days to nine. Number three, increasing the acclimatization period from five to seven days. And number four, additional limits on full contact practices, including no more than two consecutive full contact practices, a total of no more than 75 minutes of full contact within any practice session, and no more than two scrimmages in the preseason. Committee member and Utah AD Mark Harlan said, quote, The challenge in creating this model was to balance the need for reduction in contact with preparing student-athletes properly to play a football season. The framework achieves this and allows coaches appropriate freedom and flexibility. In facility news, UTEP has received a $500,000 gift from the Gordon family that will create a new courtside premium area in the Don Haskins Center. More context includes, quote, initially the space will debut for UTEP men's basketball games, offering pregame and halftime hospitality for minor athletic club donors who contribute $5,000 or more per year and purchase passes to the space. And work continues to move forward at UAB's new protective stadium. The seating bowl was completed at the end of last month, and the turf installation is underway. Iowa's motion to dismiss has been denied, and the lawsuit brought against the school by eight black former football student-athletes seeking $20 million will continue. Those named in the suit include the school, Board of Regents, A.D. Gary Barta, head coach Kirk Ferentz, offensive coordinator Brian Ferentz, former strength and conditioning head coach Chris Doyle, and current director of strength and conditioning Raymond Braithwaite. According to the Chronicle of Higher Ed's Dan Bauman, the plaintiffs will have an opportunity to further argue the football program was a, quote, racially hostile environment. The claims against Doyle specifically also survived. From Law 360, quote, Baylor University has objected to a magistrate judge's sanction order issued last month requiring it to produce certain documents and work with an independent auditor to resolve a discovered dispute in a Title IX suit brought by women who claim the school failed to properly respond to sexual assault reports. 
In the objection filed Wednesday, Baylor told U.S. District Judge Robert Pittman that U.S. Magistrate Judge Andrew W. Austin found no bad faith in Baylor's part and no evidence it had engaged in the type of misconduct meriting the severe sanctions the Jane Doe plaintiffs sought. Republican lawmakers in Ohio unveiled new legislation yesterday that would make sports gambling legal via mobile apps and brick-and-mortar betting facilities. Under the measure, Ohio would create 20 Type A licenses for online bets and another 20 Type B licenses for in-person wagering. Each license is $1 million and a 10% tax would be placed on each bet with the quote proceeds going to public and private schools as well as gambling addiction programs, according to Senator Kirk Schuring. And the NCAA Swimming and Diving Rules Committee will consider a rule change that would allow student-athletes to compete in an unlimited number of events in dual meets. Under current rules, student-athletes are limited to three events, relay or individual, in a 13-event meet, and four events, up to three of them individual, in a 15- or 16-event meet. Other potential rule changes involve the number of caps student-athletes can wear and allowing divers to wear kinesiology tape. That's your D1T and 5 for the morning of Friday, May 7th. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here this evening.